Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check Betfair's markets and find better odds. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Hello and welcome to the Betfair Edge. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check out Betfair's markets and find better odds. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as I'm joined by... Well, he was uh, front row at the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, what, last night? He uh, is a man that will not say no to free tickets. He's the Baron of Betfair himself, the superstar. He's in tipping. His tipping form is nothing short of sensational at the moment. His name is Tom Haylock. Hello, Tommy. Hello. Good evening. I'd uh, have to give you a clip and a pump up in the same I d- breath. I don't know what was happening there. Yeah, it yeah, was all over. The it, was... it was a zig and a zag. I don't write my intros, I, I, of course. I don't know how I feel about that, but thank you yeah. um, for half of it. It's, um, you're a you're a gun tipster with uh, with shallow pockets. <laughs> 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 Haven't had enough on clearly. Yeah. Uh, no, Chili Peppers, fantastic last night. Front row, it wasn't front row, Fitzy. It was backstage. Um, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> on the grass or behind the glass, he says. <laughs> um, no, it was a very good evening, and first of all, backboard, because uh, Nicole, who is a listener of SEN's, we were having a laugh, and we were, I may have put chilli peppers in the lay bin for not playing under the bridge uh, Sunday morning on our show, and Nicole, who promotes the tour uh, of the Who was peppers, a listener? How about that? Who was a listener, got in touch, and sent us a message, and it was quite funny, because um, we were potting them, and then we, we jumped on the board, and I went to the chilli peppers last night, thanks to Nicole, she's obviously a star and a great listener of the show and um, got me tickets and loved it, mate. It was really good. Post Malone was fantastic. Chili Peppers were great. So thank you so much, Nicole. But funnily enough, Sunday morning, we were we were sitting on the fence with the Chili Peppers and I put the fact that they didn't play under the bridge in the lay bin. Then we brought in a bit of Counting Crows from the ad break and you potted the Counting Crows and Nicole <laughs> texted in going, I'm also, I'm also promoting, promoting their tour. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> So we can't win. So uh, Nicole needs to message us and tell us what she's not promoting, and then we can have a crack. Then we can have a crack. No, but <laughs> it's very nice of Nicole um, for tickets. I'm, I'm pretty sure Tomo sniffed out the uh, the possibility of some tickets and might have tried to line some up himself. I don't think Tomo got the... <laughs> <laughs> he won't miss a bargain, funny. old Tomo. He should have come with you. He yeah. didn't message me. Um, no. I needed a friend. Um, yeah. No, so they were fantastic, and it's great, the, the SEN community to be honest. You learn that over doing shows and repeated shows that the SEN community is really tight-knit and growing. So that's what it's about, mate. It's, we love the SEN family. The family, yeah, we call them the here. Family. Sorry. It's the yeah. family. It's like it, like you know, Calabrian mafia. Fa- it's the family. Yeah, the, the family. <laughs> the family. The, the familia. <laughs> hey, uh, do you want a big show coming up, card of the week? We're seeing some good horses Go around. We're back. Yeah, we're back. back yeah, good we horses. We want to talk about a little bit later too about you're the captain of my futures team. Oh, yes. I, I haven't told you yet, but you might have a little job on Wednesday morning next week too. Okay. Yep. You might have I to step for in for me um, in on Gareth's show and actually represent our side while we're ringing everyone getting the tips. Okay. We can do that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, uh, I've just been regional New to, South Wales. Might have to come into the studio for that. Yeah, I might okay. have PTSD yes. from where I'm going. So I'm going back to the, some of the listeners will remember, but remember I got stuck in New South Wales after an auction for six <laughs> weeks in a farmhouse? Yes, remember that? While the Everest Cox played, all of that was on. 
I and I was lived yeah. off frozen pizzas and baked beans. Might and have been wh- the best thing that ever happened to you. And one roast lamb. Yeah, for four, weeks. four weeks. Four weeks. Four in weeks? I did not see a vehicle, a person, not a thing. I was Might literally have been the best thing that happened to you. Oh, I, I literally got frightened of my own reflection. I would too if I looked like you. <laughs> oh no! I walked straight into that. Chin first. Gee, we... you've just teed that up perfectly. Oh, no. it's got to the um, lay bin. We have the, the biggest lay of the year coming up. Do so, we? Yeah. yeah this that, will be number one. That comment's pretty bloody close. I would have thought. <laughs> right, let's get stuck into this. Now, I'm kicking this away. The new ball is mine, and oh, no surprises here. The Australian selectors, just wrap yourself up in a black garbage bag and put yourself in the bin. Travis Head, number four-ranked test batsman in the world, comes off arguably his best summer, should have been man of the series again in front of David Warner, which was a travesty in the first place. Well, that was in the lab in back in the and, summer. And he does not get picked, and instead... They go for another left-hander in Renshaw. Now, I understand the selection of Hanscom, but not picking Travis Head is showing that they were reactionary to the preparation of the wicket. They're scared and they are worried. Get in the absolute bin. I, I can't, it, it is, of the year. Yeah, it's the worst. I that, was filthy. I don't want to support Australia after that team selection. It, it It's staggering. You've, you've got a young player that's failed in Asia in the past. We get that. But he's a he's twice as good a player. He's finally got the confidence, and he finally feels at home in the Australian cricket team. He's a different player. And then you drop him. How do, how do you reckon? Like confidence, you've, you've taken a long time. We've seen it for decades. These players that come in, fail, build the confidence, and then feel like they belong and make runs. He's been another one of those players that hasn't felt like a part of the Australian cricket team and hasn't felt safe with selection because he's in and out. He's in and out of the one-day team. Finally, he makes runs, gets some confidence, and then gets dropped. It is... It is awful, and Renshaw, who's averaging 30, um, oh, it's just frustrating. It, I, it's, so many people are frustrated. So, but what they need to do is they need to come out and say, all right, this is, now, I don't know a person that thinks this was a good idea. Not one. No, no, this is this is universe. Now, I know everyone's going to say in Australia he averages this, overseas he averages less. But remember, Warner? this kid's... What's Warner averaging in Asia? He's just come on. Yeah, what does what Warner aver- average in the subcontinent? Oh. But it, in, it, in, he's uh, just hit yeah. his confidence, and then you set him back like that. I mean, it's... It, it, what that does is he goes, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not there. Cricket like, it, a, it can ruin him. Massive, cricket is a massive game between the years, too. It's oh. a massive mental game, and to drop someone constantly like that, when he's finally felt like he's making runs and belongs in the, the Australian cricket team, it's got to do... Harm to him in the long term. So, so, so Dave yeah. Warner averages twenty-two in India from seventeen innings. Yes. Yep. Yeah, and they want to go and drop the one of the most informed bats in the world. Fourth best batsman in the world. Unbelievable! Like it's staggering. That, and months, yeah. they need if they lose this Test match, whoever's in that media gallery, tell us the straight up first question: Why exactly? Why did you drop Travis Head? And Why? And if they say, oh, it's because of the average, then that is, oh, like, ridiculous. What's, what's Renshaw done to earn his spot overhead? Uh, well, they've, uh, obviously they just think he's a better player of spin. I mean, that's that has to be it. But it's improve it. 
Like, actually come out and show, like, prove it. Like, why? Well, why is he show it? Why? He also, he also missed a straight one the other day. First baller. First baller. You and I could have, couldn't have done worse. But then, you know what happens now is they'll pick Travis next test. And, he's and then he goes out and goes, oh, no, I'm under pressure here. And and his game is all about confidence. Oh, it's just a, it's just dumb. Let him go out there and play freely. And then if he's not making them, then go, mate, go back. And then he goes and works on it. But now he's going to come in thinking he's under pressure. Ridiculous. Anyway. Um, what's our Indian listenership like, Fitz? Huge. And that's why we've got a poll, oh. Twitter poll going up. Are you backing or laying um, Travis Head being dropped? Now, if you're backing it, we suggest don't vote on any more of our polls. Or explain um, why. Come up with some in- intellectual insights and oh, No, the, all they'll have is all they'll have is look what he averages, but then you can argue that about half of them. Yeah, it, it's uh, you, you pick in form. It form is everything in cricket. Form is everything. Um, and you have a look, Labashane and Smith were the two that probably looked most at home. And surprise, surprise, were they not the two most in form? And who was the next most in form out of all the Australian batsmen? Head. Silly. God, um, geez, mate. Can, can we continue with the cricket theme? I'm with you, mate. It's the it's the lay of the year for me. Yeah, we're only into 10th of Feb, 11th of Feb. It'll take some beating. That it will take some beating. Um, doctoring the pitch. That wasn't a good start. That's in the lay bin. <laughs> now, if you prepare the pitch and go, we want it super dry in the spin, and the whole pitch is all the same, yep, go for fine. it. That's your right home neck. You don't roll. You don't Half roll sections pitch, outside certainly. of off stump for the left hander. <laughs> um, you imagine. Imagine the MCG Boxing Day, and they've what they do is they just water a patch of green grass on on Scott Boland's length and go there you go we'll just have that there we'll just put a hole <laughs> it's like a green spot in the middle of the for Scott Boland. You don't need to have Scott Boland at the MCG, but yes. But I mean you can't do ridiculous. that. And then they're like, you know, the, the, the the Indians are very good to say Australians whinging already. Don't talk about whinging. The Indian cricketers and Indian supporters are the biggest kings of whinging. They didn't. <laughs> now, uh, now so our, our Indian listenership's just. Yep, uh... and they are. They no DRS. No, we don't want to play day night. No, we don't want to play there. We don't want to do this. You guys decide the rules and you change them to suit yourself all the time. And this is another. This is another. <laughs> another example of that because. They say, oh, we, we prepare the pitches. You know what? We prepare the pitches, but at least the whole pitch is the bloody same. Yeah, exactly. The whole right. pitch is the same. I don't care if it's a green same. top or it's a dust bowl. Who cares? As long as it's prepared the same and you're not actually doctoring it to Look, everyone knows we're going there to play on a spinning wicket. We get it. Yeah. But yeah. Odd, you can see the colours in it still. It's it's a, Honestly, how they got away with it is ridiculous. It is amazing. They might not yet, but who knows? What else you got for the lay bin? Can flat, I flat earthers. But now can we're going to no. <laughs> Can I continue on the um, cricket theme? Yeah. I'm shocked, and it's ridiculous that experts, so called experts, the cricket commentators and whatnot, tipping Australia to win the series. We haven't won since I was four. Um, we're the best in the world at the moment. Don't hide your bias. It's so hard to win in India. Don't tip Australia 2 love, 2 1. No, yeah. that's just bias, rubbish. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I no, think you don't actually sit there and believe that Australia are going to win here. Well, I'm, I'm kind of might have had a nibble at him at about ten dollars last night, and then India came out. Of the, the, I was like, the, oh no! But betting, betting is different to predictions and tipping, right? As well, and it's a constant debate. If you've got a dollar twenty favorite, you'll tip it on top, but it might not be a bet. India might not have been the bet, but they're surely their favourites to win the series, and you would have thought if you're 
If you are not biased in your predictions, you would have India or a drawn series, surely. Yeah. You can't be tipping. No. Nah. Anyway. Uh, I've, got, I've got a very quick one before we take a break. I've got one more too. And I've got a problem with this. I've had a really good run, particularly good run at in WA Racing uh, mm. on Wednesday and on Sunday, right? Now, um, well, um, now I've, I've nearly gone sort of six from eight and six from seven, right? Now, if you ever make a comment to anyone about, oh, yeah, but um, some of them were favourites or most of them were favourites, you honestly need to take a good hard look at yourself. What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to tip you the loser? Well, are we so, 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 oh, well, you get, you're going to get six from eight at a track. Now, mind you, the six from eight. Now, this might be a little bit of a self-pump up here, but this I'm going to say just it. Just a little bit, yeah. Now, the first three races at Belmont on Wednesday, not only were they the, they were short price favourites, we tipped the exacta on air, first and second. They paid $5, $6, and $5, the first three. Now, to go and get Twitter comments, or you get, I get text oh. messages and DMs, of people going, yeah, yeah, but a few favourites. Now, if you can't make money out of that, people go and work hard at this. <laughs> they spend eight and ten hours doing form to try and find winners, and you're having a go for someone that finds a favourite at $2.50 that wins. You know what? You're the peanut that can go on back, $15 shots for three months, and land one of them and think you're in front. They, the, those sort of people are the just – they're dumb. Absolutely, <laughs> genuinely dumb. Oh. We don't have any listeners. We don't have any listeners left. Probably not. Sorry. Well, they're not. Our <laughs> listeners are loyal when they get it. Like, what do they want me to tip them? Now, nah, I'm going to tip you a twenty dollar pop that runs fourth. All you need to say, Miles, is you'd rather make a short price winner than a long price loser. And oh. Leave it at that. Jeez, it frustrates me. That's all you me. need to say. It's the one thing that gets to me. I'm just like, what oh, about? I hadn't noticed, mate. Oh, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, and then they want to come for you, saying, "Oh, yeah, but anyone could have done are... that." Well, did you go and do it? No. You're very grumpy, mate. Very great. You're well, right, mate. I didn't go to Chili Peppers last night. Uh, <laughs> um, can I? <laughs> I did a show with uh, Betfair show with Reese Goodwin, the horse trainer, the other night. Yeah. The other night, yesterday, and old he Simon. Ordered, he ordered a coffee. Yeah. Guess what he ordered? Mate? Oh no! Don't tell me like a turmeric latte or a pumpkin spice something. Caramel latte. Oh yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Caramel latte, and he was deadly serious. No. Nah. And then Jules Valance, who's one of one of SENs, said to me, "No, I don't drink any." anything warm. All right. So he doesn't eat soup, doesn't drink tea, coffee, just doesn't believe in warm drinks. No chicken broth, no laxa. Nothing, nothing. That doesn't believe That's it. That's a really said, odd sort of, a, it's, it's okay. I don't drink anything warm. <laughs> he doesn't believe in it. So. It's weird. That is odd. What? <laughs> Correct. I don't it's, drink it's, anything it's warm. It's easy nothing. to prank. Here, nothing. I've got you a nice long black. Psych. There's no ice in it. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's bizarre. So I've turned up, done a show with Reese Gilbert and, and Jules Valance, and neither of them, one's ordered a caramel latte, and one said, no, just get me a, a cold water. Yeah, make sure it comes out of the fridge. It's got to be ice cold. <laughs> Room temp classifies as warm. <laughs> don't know what I was dealing with. Don't, anyway, we got there. Don't forget our Twitter poll up on Twitter, backing or laying uh, Travis head in or out of the side. We're going to jump to a break on the other side of this. Quick little chat, get stuck in a ran week, a little bit of sand Huge down, form. plenty Animo's of good. Back yeah, in secret. Oh, Can't it's wait big. To get stuck in it's it. big. This is a Betfair Edge. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check out Betfair's markets and find better odds. As always, gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check Betfair's markets and find better odds. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 
Hello and welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Well, thanks to Betfair. Don't forget the Super Bowl's coming up, the cricket. You can play your way, back lay, play in markets, do whatever you like with Betfair. Gamble responsibly, call 1-800-858-858. Tommy, uh, we want to get stuck into a stack of racing here and it's time to get stuck into our first card, which will be Sandown. You got to know when to hold them. When to hold them. Know when to fold them. When to fold them. Know when to walk away. Walk away. Know when to run. Run. You never run down. count your <laughs> you, you bobbing your head away. It's good to see you up and about a bit more. Oh, come on. We're mates here. Righto. Pretty angry, pretty angry first up. We're, we're, we're short on time-ish, and I want to talk about nearly every race. So um, let's go. Sand down. Race number Umro Uno. Um, Premier Science, 78 over the 2,400. Probably going to stay out of this for me. I would have really liked to have been with fantasizing. Um, just worried about the barrier. Might scratch here fantasizing for Jamie Kerr at Cliff Brown. I'm not sure yet. Um, so unusual on top for me. This horse is airborne. Uh, continues to win and running really well. Stays the trip. Shaping up like a perfect race for so unusual. So that's my tip in the first. Fitzy, you don't have anything? No, no, no. The distance races I haven't quite finished yet, but all of mine, as you know, will go up. I'll send them into the boys tomorrow morning and also uh, quaddies and multis and all that up on my Instagram story. You know that. They all go up there. Race number two, uh, over the 1,400. Interesting little race this. Uh, Calico Jack is going to probably start favourite, probably leaning towards it um, a little bit over amenable. Not a huge opinion for me, race two, mate, so we'll move on. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really like anything. We've got per- Pericles, $4.10, Fortune Teller, $5.00, Amenable right in the market as well, Cleco Jack, very open race. Blue, Diamond, Prelude, Colts and Geldings, Barber, favourite um, and should be on. I thought this had opened a bit shorter, this, to be perfectly honest. I, I did. Fascinating race. Trialed well at Hawkesbury the other day, had two trials. Really hard race to line up, Fitz. We've got Sydney Form versus... Perth form, WA superstar, who's rated really well in its wins and been really well fancied in betting um, over there in the West Brave Halo. Oliver Sticks, it's a big trip from WA to Melbourne as a two-year-old. I'd almost be inclined to lay both of them here at a certain price and just try and get something out of the race. I know most people would think it's a two-horse race. Market says that. Just a little bit concerned about Barber. I know the map. Here's an interesting nuance, Fitz. And a lot of people have been talking about um, the 1,100-metre starting point from Sandown. Well, it's from the shoot start. So it is a long run to the dogleg turn. They're pushing the winning post back 80 metres. So barrier is much less important. It's akin to the 1,200-metres at Pakenham start, the Werribee shoot. There's a shoot start. Barriers won't be as important as you may think. Um, oh, yeah, I'm a little bit against both favourites, just for certain reasons, but I'm not keen to... Really take him on. So I could lay him, try and get something out of him, but we'll see how we go. Corniche, not the worst here. Corniche for the Cummings Yard. It'd be one, three, and four for me in that race. Yep. Um, race number four. Um, this for the Phillies. Best of the day, this. Charmstone, this will build him. I'm keen. Why do you like it, mate? Uh, but, well, especially after last prep. That win at Flemington, I really like. Be impressive one, and I like that at the time. Came from gate 10. 56 kilos, um, I think. I like the wraps that they've got on the horse. Um, I think the running behind Zulfikar was pretty good too. Zulfikar ain't the worst either. I think this horse will be winning. Nice draw. I just don't know whether or not there's enough in the Philly side in this race. I think those other ones, um, those Sydney ones, are a bit better. It does... Shadow Fear is the interesting runner again, the WA one for Luke Fernie. 
it does look a bit of a weak Phillies race, this, and I wouldn't be surprised. If, I, I uh, sorry, I would be surprised if a Blue Diamond winner comes from either of these two races, um, the Colts and Geldings or the Phillies race. Charmstone on top for me. I've got an opinion of Cigar Flick. James McDonald was a bit soft on Cigar Flick late last start. Had probably every chance, but brings A grade form. I think that's the best form reference in. Uh, Beauty Rising's the other one at value that I would include. Um, was pretty good first up on debut, and uh, the horse that ran second. The horse beat it. Goes all right. So, um, beauty rising value on Betfair. I've got Charmstone on top. The horse to beat. Whether I want to dive in at two forty eight. So that's the query. Um, but yeah, it looks a two horse race. Chrissy Parnham comes over to ride it here. Shadow Betfair. Fear. Yep. I think it's two horse race. I think Charmstone or Cigar Flick. One of those two will win. But yeah. Uh, let's go to race number five. The Kevin Hayes Stakes. We see the return of Deuce. Um, she's lickety split. Uh, she dances wide open this. Probably keen to see how the track's playing a little bit by the time we get to here. H2O famously tipped at $26 on air at, uh, at Flemington, then to the carnival um, by someone. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to stay out of this race, I would have thought. I'm. This is my most confident race of the day, or my biggest, biggest betting race of the day here. Yeah. Um, it's a very tough race. So I'm not getting, you don't have to invest much if you find the winner. There's plenty of value. Um, so LaDance Rouge ran second age to win that race down the straight. Both went really well. She dances, comes through that race, got well beaten in that race, fits, and has since won three in a row. I think the form from that race would be really good. LaDance Rouge jumped out the other day, went enormous, lovely jump out. Draws wide, maps a little tricky, but the shoot start the 1100 metres um, probably plays to her favours. They might have not run if it was a, a circle race, but LaDance Rouge got to come into it. I really like, all that said, I really like Sathira here, number seven, $20 each way all day. Maps perfectly, love the booking of Zara, fresh form, different form, trialled in Sydney, and is definitely worth a bet at the $20. One of my better bets on the program. I'm laying she dances. Um, ties in, as I said. The gate, 15, sh- gate 15, is that why? No, rolls rolls forward. As I said, the shoot start, dog leg, wide barriers aren't so concerned. There's a bit of speed underneath um, it, her though, but um, just she ties in through LaDance Rouge and H2O. LaDance Rouge trialled enormously the other day, as I said, and they beat she dances when they met down the straight. I know straight's a bit different, uh, and She Dances brings winning form into this, but I just think the others might go to the next level, and she's my lay of the day. She Dances here is favourite. Laying She Dances. Cythera each way all day. I don't want to lose if uh, La Dance Rouge wins as well. Let's go to race number six over the 1100. Uh, Uncommon James back, Frosty Lane, coming off a nice trial. Trial's super. Uh, Can't look past it. Chain of Lightning's interesting one. Goes really well first up. I just don't know whether or not it's probably met a couple that are as smart as these. And I never, ever, ever leave out Triple Missile first up. I know that the the, uh, the trial was maybe ordinary enough. But, um, look, Argenti is back. Similian, Kemal Parsa, Generation. There's some good horses kicking around here. But I'm going to be Uncommon James from Chain of Lightning, Triple Missile, 569. Just um, interesting little nuance here. And I think Dicko mentioned this during the week on SEN. Marine One and Generation, both with Kiramar, Dave Eustace. Mark Zara rides Marine One. Melon rides Generation. Big stables. Watch the market with those two runners intently, both first up. So you'll get a good idea. Head to betfair.com.au um, as well. Watch the market late or Betfair Live. Great tool to, to assess the betting there, Marine One Generation. So whichever one and whichever one they come for, one might halve in price, one might double in price there between those two. So watch the market late. I've got Uncommon James on top. Astute Stable, first up, star horse. Just needs to settle close enough and will be very hard to beat. I'm not 
diving in at um, the prize, not having a big go, but just tipping it on top, Uncommon James. Uh, CFR, good race, 1,400, superstars, Thunderstruck, Brightside, Tuvalu, I won't say Western Empire, Nugget, Turath, Jackano, good horses here, really, really good race. Have to have Jackano on top, really big watch for me on Nugget, really big watch. That um, benchmark 88 up at Ramwick, they were super keen uh, and it was backed accordingly. It then went to Sandown again in December and won again. This horse, from what I'm hearing, is flying. So I'm going to be Jack and O, maybe a little little bit of a nibble on Nugget, tiny little nibble on Nugget on Thunder. They're the ones that can win, but it won't be a huge betting race for me. I just want to watch the good horses go around. The thing about Nugget here, Fitz, is it's got the intent. It's here with race fitness. It'll be here to run well and win. Um, whereas the others have obviously got bigger fish to fry. This might be Nugget's grand final. I'll no, probably no, 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 no. A couple more runs. but N- Nugget's grand final will be the ASM. Yeah, yeah. But you want to win this along the way to, to guarantee your start and that and, and make sure you're up to this grade. And it's a group one. So they'll be wanting to win here. Whereas the others, I'm Thunderstruck, obviously going further and, and further down the campaign. Trialed enormous on Thunderstruck the other day. Probably the best trial I've seen from on Thunderstruck. The speed looks really interesting as well. We've seen at Caulfield the leaders dominate this race in the past and get away with it. The rock hard fit leaders who come here with a bit more intent than a few of the stayers resuming. Gentleman Roy rolls forward. You've got Tuvalu as well. Had a trial Tuvalu. It was a 1200 metre trial. Gets Blinkers first time here. Draws barrier one. Blinkers first time they can be a little slow out of the barriers. But that's the that's the query for mine from Barrier 1. But if he leads, he'll be mighty hard to beat with those blinkers. Shows a significant amount of intent. Love the run of Jack and O last start. Couldn't have done any more. It was really good late. Very tough race. Tuvalu probably on top. Just need to see it jump. It might be a betting play. I need to also mention, I'm going to keep saying it, is Western Empire at some point will win a race again and a good race <laughs> like this. I hope so. But I'm you not... said he was the best horse in the country two preps ago. He was. Hardly betting the run of home since. Yep. Something's gone amiss with something. But just the day wins, I'm going to cry. So um, <laughs> it will. A... Yeah. Um, race number eight. Good race, this. The Carlin Cup. Uh, corner pocket. You know, I've been with it uh, the last couple. I won one. I lost one. Um, pounding's got to be in. Keats is trying to get through to an all-star mile. It can't be ignored. Um, Where's Smoking Romans at, mate? Uh, need the run? Need the run. Yeah, it needs further. Keep an eye on it a bit later. Don't worry about that. Um, but, yeah, I, I have to be with corner pocket here, inside draw, Oliver. I think Pounding and Keats are probably the ones to round out the numbers. Yeah, not a huge um, betting race for me. Dyke and Sweet Jr. I'll be having in uh, multiples at a big price. Tried up really nicely. Needs firm track. Uh, and let's go to the last on the card. Well, this is pretty tough, this. I would have thought. Um, I don't know whether or not I can come at a horse like Eagles Craig uh, first up, I know it goes well. East India Man has been putting a few on the board. One at Gawler and then went to Sandown. It was two and a bit off Gentleman Roy, which may be good enough here. Savannah Cloud, you can't ignore. That puts a few together. This might be a field job here. I think there's a host of chances. This has got blowout written all over it. This, <laughs> the, anything in here, something will win at 10 bucks. $8 a field. Great to see Yaffet back. Uh, a horse I've got a lot of time for. Had a, a bit of a layoff, but no huge opinion. $8 a field. Befair.com.au. Tough. Rightio, let's jump to a break on the other side. We're going to do Randwick. Plenty of good horses running around up there. This is the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock, all thanks to Betfair. You can play your way on the Super Bowl and all the cricket. Check out Betfair's markets and find better odds. 
Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check Betfair's markets and find better odds. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Wherever you're listening right around the country, play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check out Betfair's markets and find better odds. As always, gamble responsibly. Uh, it's time for us to now go to Ramwick. You got to know the when to hold them. When to hold them. Know when to fold them. When to fold them. when to walk away. Rightio. Let's get stuck into it. Race one, Don Corleone, Snowden, McDonald. Oh. Oh. oh impressive. Impressive. Wide gate. Draws better. Oh, I'm trying to find something to beat it. I know it's $1.65, just 70 I don't lay this on Betfair. Um, uh, I think he wins. That win uh, on debut, I like two-year-olds that are coming off a win. That win on debut rated through the roof fits, and I think the horse that it beat can run well in the $2 million English race. I've got it in for second in that race. So I think it's a high-rating race. McDonald's uh, jumped on, and King's Gambit scratched. I think he is clearly the horse to beat Don Corleone, mate. Uh, right. Which one? Race, race Don Corleone. I agree. Race yeah. two and three. Sorry, mate. You want to get back to your texting? or you, No, no, no. Oh, no. Race two and three. <laughs> uh, pass and pass. Yeah. But you're normally the king of the highway and the midway. Yeah, not much for me, to be honest. Let's skip through those. No, not great. I'll let you get keep texting. I'll keep running, mate. Race oh. four. Um, <laughs> 1600 meter race. Interesting tall. race, this, but a couple of scratchings have uh, come out. I'm... Oh, I found it very hard. I might lean the way of the Victorian here. Ascension. Um... Winning strike rate's fantastic. It's a winnable race. Bold Matt clearly the danger for Chris Waller, Jane Mac on board. But just Ascension brings different form. Really interested to see Athabaskin. Bassin? I don't know how to pronounce this horse. Um, international for uh, John O'Shea, first up in Australia. Um, was okay over 2,000 metres. Might need further here, but interested to see it run well. Ascension on top. Tough race. Yeah, really tough race. 4-1. Yeah, you've got to watch those OTI imports always. See what you think. But, yeah, 4-1. Uh, for me, I'll be tossing up between them. I've got to race number five, uh, which is the Southern Cross. You're laying but, Espiona for the 18th start running? Um, probably could. Uh, <laughs> I've got her on top. Um, I think she's been what's, harshly... What's Pike doing back there? Yeah, he's back, mate. What? He's had enough of WA. He's back. Must be heading up. Animo's back. The big stars are back, and so is Pikey. Um, Espiona goes on top. That's... Um, Hard to say. No, she's, no, no, she's no. been harshly judged. She's run some good races in her career, and just because she had that massive spruik off a high-rating Flemington win, she's always been well fancied in betting and hasn't won um, all that often. But um, Quantico was really well backed in a Group One Newmarket when we last saw That's him. He me. just needs it dry. He, just, he needs a dry fit. So That's the query. So keep an eye on the, the weather and the track. There's been a bit of rain around Sydney this week. No surprise there. My number's ten. Espiona from five. Quantico. I've got. Gravina in for second, Mr. Mozart uh, for third, and Mr. Mozart fourth. It'll dry out, uh, and I'm with Quantico. Quantico to beat uh, Gravina and Mr. Mozart. I'm Lele Espiona. La, 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 la. Um, yeah, happy to take it on. Now it's going to race number six, which is the English Millennium. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to argue here. Now, learning to fly. Are we? Yep. Now, learning to fly. Do not get me wrong. I've put it in my top three horses to watch or that post-autumn will come out and it'll be genuine stars. But this horse has drawn so bad that it has to be a freak to win from there. It has to be a freak. Now, if it wins from there, fine. I, 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 I love the horse. I reckon it's going to be anything, but you have to be a freak to win from there. And um, so, therefore, one of my better each ways of the day, the 14 Kundalini 
for the Ma Eustace team, Jason Collette. Last running behind Don Corleone. Um, this horse will be better for that run. Uh, gets in here beautifully, drawn beautifully. Jason Collette. I mean, yeah, fill your boots. I don't mind the. Uh, I don't mind the barrier that much, Fitz. <sighs> I know yeah, it's, it's wide, but it's a, ugly. it's a shoot, shoot start over the 100 metres, one turn. No, mate, a, where are you going to get to in a big field? Or where, This thing's going to be four fine, deep. Fine cover, three or four no, deep. Mate. It's only one bends. It's and, fine. And then let them You're d- getting a better price. And then let down it, over 1,100. So you've got to find cover, then find the room for a two-year-old. This, this I love this horse. Don't get me wrong. I've got it as one of my top three after the autumn. But this race, this race in that gate, it would have to be a freak to win from there. It would have to be a freak. This is a fantastic race. This is the best best English race I've seen ever. Um, yep. Could be could be a slipper. This race, it's unbelievable. It's, except it's missing flies. Steel City, Red Arm um, Resistance, and King's Gambit, and yep. VC, and Don Corleone, and Don Corleone. Um, so it's it's a phenomenal race. I've got Learning Fly on top. I think she's the best horse in this race. You're getting a good price. Interesting the money throughout the week. Um, got out at three eighty, open three eighty, three ninety. In again to around that three dollar mark. So the market's been there for her. I loved her debut win. I loved her trials. She's bringing fresh form. All those before Christmas, the form hasn't stacked up continually. I think she's a star. I think she's the best two year old I've seen. I think she can overcome the barrier. I agree. It makes things difficult. Fits. I'm not arguing with that. I've got um, your tip. Kundalini in for second. Again, it was a really high-rating race. They gapped third there. Kundalini's a nice play. And I um, I like a horse here as well, Fitz. But how many you want? Blanc. Blanc de Blanc. So they're the three. Blanc de Blanc, Kundalini, and the favorite there. Um, Blanc de Blanc's trialed really well. I had excuses last night. It was the run of the race, run of the race clearly in that race, and um, might be a bit of Valley James McDonald on board. So, so they're you, the three. you fully agree with me, because learning to fly is $3 and Kundalini 7 You've got it in for second, and it's a wide gate, so it's the same. Um, race 7, in secret, yeah. Uh, now, just watch Fireburn here. Really loved, really loved the Fireburn trial. Really loved it. It was motoring late, and that trial was star-studded. So watch Fireburn. I'm a big in secret fan. Um, she's a belter is the other one that I do love. So I am one, two, five, and that is it. I disagree with you. Um, in secret, clearly on top, clearly the horse to beat, level weight. She's a star. She, she won her last start um, in the Cornwall was outstanding. Sunshine in Paris. Fascinating. No, fascinating that James McDonald was going to ride Zugotcha here, Fitz, before that horse came out. Zugotcha actually beat in secret first up. I've got a big opinion of that. But just that jockey booking is uh, fascinating. I think North Star Lass is a danger, rolls along, has a bit more intent than a few of these, um, is the leader in the race, trialed up really nicely, North Star Lass. And a horse that I've black booked of trials, keep an eye on this horse, I've backed this horse at a massive each way price, a lot more love. This horse is on an upward spiral. I, I was blown away with her trial. They don't try much better than a lot more love. I think she's in for a great campaign. Whether it's this race, probably not, but keep an eye on her. Um, I couldn't let her go around at the 60s without something on each way, so... My number's um, in secret from North Star Lass and a lot more love. I can't believe you left Firebird and she's a belter out. Uh, race eight. Animo returns. Star-studded field. Mawanga, Laws of Indices, Arapaho, El Bodegon, Shawfire, Fangirl, Hinged, Stars. Unfortunately, they run into a superstar. I'm at odds on. I'm more inclined to lay Animo than back Animo <laughs> at odds on. Um, oh, no, I learnt that lesson. <laughs> Uh, that's where I'm at at the race. I don't really want to be against him because he's an absolute champion, but it's all about price for me. Yeah, it's El a watch Bodegon, race. El Bodegon's an absolute star as well. Second prep, Waller, 
Second prep here in Australia. Horses can jump out of the ground. Oh, he's trolling okay. I wouldn't be surprised to see him run well. Fangirl, Ice Bath. Ice Bath needs it wet. Fangirl needs it dry. So monitor track conditions and how that's playing. And there's no speed in the race. Hinge might lead. Yeah. Great race. It's it's a it's it's a no bet. I don't think I'll include Adamo in multis. Just the I just want to watch this race. That's all I want to do. The Apollo. Yep. I just want to watch it. Yeah. Race number nine. This is where it starts to get really, really interesting. Um, I'm probably just going to say no run. And no, let this... you're not. You're going to have something, Jamea, just in case it bobs up for the first time in about 100 starts and knocks nah. you off somewhere. You, you, if, you could, like good second bit. up record. Good record at the trip. No, Maybe a but... tiny little each way nibble on Jamea. No, but yeah, of course. Swats that. You'll have a bet. Swats that a... runs well first up. Maybe a couple of those two. But, yeah, this, I'm going to go wide in the quaddy. Oh, this, this is wild, the Trisco. Norwegian Bliss looks to map awkwardly, but I reckon they roll forward and lead, and the Racing New South Wales map's got that rolling forward to take that front. That's her best chance of winning. Written Beauty's the horse to beat in the nice each way play here. Race nine, number five. Jumped out in Victoria really well. J-Mac on board. Horse that's shown a lot of ability. The, the rain around probably suits her earlier in the week. Just enough sting out, and I think she will be pretty hard to beat. So Written Beauty on top each way for me there. Uh, and then race number 10, Tommy two play for me. I've been with Pizarro. I just didn't think I saw enough there at Rose Hill in the last start against Maramia and Golden Mile. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'll probably include it in my quaddy, but it's not on top. I've got Varenley on top for the Waterhouse bot team, Regan Bayless, and then I'm going to save Waterford. So one four six, but it'd be one four for the betting play, one four six for the quad. Waterford jumped out enormous the other day. It's just drawn inside, might need luck. That's the huge query. It's a low percentage play backing back markers inside barriers that'll get over further. But um, on top for me, I've got Kings Air. Value in the race. Brilliant first up record. Trialed enormous. Three from three first up fits. Include that in your multiples. I like that trial behind Norwegian Bliss. So he's going well. He's got a great career record. He's the value in the race. Jump to a break on the other side. Friday forecast. Best bets lay of the day. You name it. Still to come. This is the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitz and the Tom Haylock. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. As always, gamble responsibly. Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check Betfair's markets and find better odds. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you right around the country. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way with the Super Bowl and also the cricket. Find better odds at Betfair's markets. Gamble responsibly. Tommy, let's go to our Friday forecast. Welcome to the Friday forecast. Righto, your sure thing, mate. Uh, sure thing is I'll have a bet on the Super Bowl, but I'll still be bored at numerous times throughout the game. I don't like the Super Bowl much. I don't like American sports all that much, to be honest. They take too long. I get bored. Short attention span, maybe. There are a lot of breaks in American sport, oh, don't they? It takes, average game time of the Super Bowl is, oh, Super Bowl, of NFL is 11 minutes. It goes for about four hours. So halftime entertainment would be good, though. Halftime entertainment, oh, sure thing for me uh, is that Australia can't win this test match now. Can't win. Yep, the, fair enough. They cannot win. That's a sure thing. Most at stake. Most at stake. Australian selectors, Pat Cummings, Oz cricket team, Matt Renshaw, all of them. Yep. They've put the spotlight on themselves by picking Renshaw overhead, and it's absurd, and we talked about this in the lay-in. They are clearly the most at stake. On at 3 p.m. Yep. Eastern, it's all eyeballs on them. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that at all. Snap for this doomsday scenario. Mine is that Australia get rolled for under 100 in the second innings. Serious questions asked. Doomsday scenario for me, in secret or animo, one of them um, put in a real stinker. Like, because yeah, there'd be multi builders. 
Um, Animo could have been my most at stake because he's off to the Royal Ascot potentially. He's got a stud career waiting very soon as yeah, well. So. They, they've got the doomsday scenario is one of them putting a stinker and they're not right. But I, I, I'm confident, but everyone's going to have those two in their multis. They're going to have Quaddy's one out. The doomsday scenario is that one or both of them go under. And if they do, oh, there'll be, be a punt. It'll be black Saturday for everyone. <laughs> no, I'll take them on. Well, you know, I'm not I'm not putting them in multis for that reason. I just think, like, I think they'll both win, of course. I'll, go, I'll have a quaddy with them. Uh, let's go around the world. Right around the grounds, what have you got for me? Really nice filly coming up tonight called um, Kazoo Miles. Runs Canterbury um, tonight. I think it'd be very hard to beat. She's a star. Really good race. Um, coming out very shortly. So she's taking on citizenship, but she won superbly on debut. I think she could be a very, very nice horse race for number five tonight at Canterbury. Oh, I'm going around the grounds to Morfittville. I'm going to tip a couple of my own horses. A race two, number four, just chipping away. Goes around again. $15 and three ninety. I think the chip will run okay. And I've got Munster running in race number five. Um, and he's at 21s and 480 um, down in the weights over the 1,200. So around the grounds of those two, I think race seven, number two, all the Kings men at Ascot should go pretty close there too. Now, time for our best bets. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure, it makes me want to dribble, dribble. And I've been... My money don't jiggle, Well, we're, we're doing my money don't jiggle, jiggle, but we also can do this. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. A bit of blues clues, right? Here's the mail. What do you got? Uh, plenty of shorties that probably win, but they look too short for me throughout the day. I've gone for a bit of value with my best. Um, Roundwick race nine number five, written beauty each way. Sandown race five, number seven, Scythea at 20s. Big price. Uh, they will be my better bets on the program. Best bets for me, Sandown race four, number one, Charm Stone. I think Randwick, the multi-builder one, is race one, number two, Don Corleone. And then that mm. form line will stack up. Race six, number 14, Kundalini, 7.50. And then you save learning to fly if you think it's a super freak, which it may be, but the 750 on offer for Kundalini. You watch Don Corleone win by five, and then Kundalini will get smashed. If Don Corleone doesn't win, there you go. <sighs> <laughs> you Can I do my doomsday scenario again? <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. Hey, Speaking of doomsday, Lays. Um, she dances race five, number nine. Hang on. I lay of the day. Yeah, lay of the day, what? Yeah, race five, number nine at Sandown. She dances. Too short for me. Race five, number 10, Randwick, Espiona. <laughs> He's done it again. Lay it again. Lay it again. Hey, the one other thing I do want to do um, is uh, on the backboard. Just want to whack David King on the backboard. What an oh. excellent judge David King is. It's one of the greats. Sending, me, sending that through to me. No, no, no. One of the greats of um, of SEN. And I just, he's a really good judge of footy. Love watching him in the lab and breaking I've always in thought he was a bit iffy with his judgment. He's a very, very good judge, <laughs> David King. He's a what a man. Looking forward to oh. buying him a few beers, David King. So he's oh. an absolute ripper. How hey, much did you, did you pay him for that? Uh, no, I didn't. Hey, mate, we've got to go. Play your way with Betfair on the Super Bowl. Check Betfair's market to find better odds. Thanks, Tommy. We'll chat again soon, buddy. Cheers, mate.